there. New research out this week from the University of Waikato has shown that for some reason, men who refuse to take the vaccine and were vehemently against mandates tend to be a little bit smaller than other men in very specific areas. And whether or not there's a connected link between the two is yet to be proven. But apparently there is categorical evidence proving that one is, for some reason, the same as the other. Okay, none of that is true whatsoever. It just feels like it is. But the science post-effect isn't about what is and isn't true. It's actually a technique that we use to basically name the theory that people only read the headlines and react to that. And you might see in some of the comments here something along the lines of people not particularly agreeing with those comments because that's how the science post-theory actually works. In 2018, satirical news site The Science Post ran an article with the headline 70% of people comment on Facebook posts before reading the actual article. And this led to a whole bunch of furor online with people spreading this across going, look at the research, look what's going on. But to prove a point, the article finished in a very different way. Now you've probably come across the text of this article before if you've ever had to deal with anything from Apple. Their lorem ipsum filled in blank text as a space filler is what the article actually was, proving the point that the majority of people only read the headline and perhaps the first paragraph before they start making assumptions and making decisions based around how they want to react and the information that they're going to share online. That particular article was shared 46,000 times, and the vast majority of them were from people who hadn't read the content. They were just shocked at the study's findings. Research done by Columbia University, for real though, in the same year, found that 59% of people who shared news information or news blurbs on social media sites like Facebook and Twitter did so without actually clicking on the link sharing the information in the headlines as a way to spread news, information, or misinformation, without any context or any interpretation into what it was that was being presented. When it comes to how we share information or what we trust, this is a big part of how misinformation gets built and spread around the internet. 59% of people, according to research done by the Pew Research Center last year, don't trust the information that media in a traditional form present on social media. But, according to Olipic Research, who do research into online social media trends for marketing purposes, 51% of internet users or social media users prefer to trust content that comes from somebody that they know or an influencer that they trust. So when it comes to spreading misinformation, this is really key information to making sure the message goes out to people who are receptive to it. Knowing full well that algorithms on social media basically group people together in things like what they like, or places that they live, or interests that they've got, the websites that they're visiting, and how it tracks all their movement online, can really help those groups spread information, or misinformation, or disinformation, to people who are kind of receptive to it knowing full well that all they have to do is sit there playing up the distrust of the media and kind of coming across like a friend or an associate that they know. It's a really dangerous way of um, spreading misinformation and deceiving people. It's a really effective way though if you want to build up an audience and start grifting them for money. Which we've seen an awful lot. Mm -mm. So that's the social post theory. 
basically, it's true. People don't read anything but the headlines that they see on social media and they share it with their reckons and other people share those reckons and that's how misinformation and distrust of the media builds because people don't fucking read.